Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based show where we discuss movies, TV shows, and streaming services. Mm-hmm. You can background. F- I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, you can find. <laughs> well, I- <laughs> We're gonna get to that, Tim. Yeah, Don't yeah, ruin yeah. the surprise. Well, no, no, because no, there's some things. <laughs> Don't ruin the surprise. Well, there's some things I want to discuss about gotcha. it and like okay. issues okay. that we're having cool. on YouTube. That YouTube, by the way, is YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunny. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch us there, you can. Also, do you like listening to things? You can find us on all your favorite audio podcast services, including but not limited to SoundCloud, which. I was looking at recently, only has 62 follows. People, I need you to go in there. That's soundcloud.com forward slash screencast. Go in there, give it a little Don't follow. Think that's right. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we make those? Yeah, I think it's slash kind of funny screencast or KF screencast. Uh, I'll check I, it right I, now. I just went and followed it today. Let's see. Oh, I you, all, you, here's what you do. You <laughs> go to SoundCloud, you search for Screencast, and we're like the fifth option, I think, maybe. Getting a lot of listens, but not enough follows. So please go in there and support us. And on any of your podcast services, give us that little like. Yeah. It means you, a lot. I've been kind of funny before. I was like, I don't think, I think SoundCloud.com slash Screencast is someone else's podcast from Bordeaux, France. Oh, cool. But you know what? Cool. Fuck it. No. Follow them too. I mean, yeah, sure. See how much kind of, of the words you can cast. pick out. Yeah. Tweet at me what you think you got from their podcast. Kind of funny screencast. Kind of funny screencast. Thank you. Sorry, I looked it up today, mm-hmm. and I guess I didn't get it right. It's all good. And also, uh, it's on Rooster Teeth now. That's show. right. We just added to Rooster Teeth. Also, go over to kind of funny soundcloud.com slash kind of funny AF. No, 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 no. you don't need show. to do that. He Great has his own show. show where he can pitch that. I drew some Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> also, <laughs> if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. And at the $10 tier, silver membership, the silver membership, you can watch this ad free, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And at the bronze membership, $5. You can submit a topic like many people have or participate wait. with our stuff. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. Um, I am your host, Kevin Coelho. And to my immediate right is Nick Scarpino, the no. man with the No. Three... I don't know. I just want to say It was your thing that, was that I did. That was a good look, though. That was a real good look, you guys. <laughs> the man with the three-finger review. Nick Scarpino, how are you doing? I'm well. It's Friday. Oh, low energy I talk today. About, huh? I want to talk about some screen. I'm just saving it. We got to film some more stuff later. So, sure. instead so you're, of doing you're filming it, for KFAF. Cool. Great. What's that show again, Kevin? Oh, SoundCloud.com slash kind of funny AF. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us there. I'm not seeing the follower count go up right now, live people. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I don't. It's forty four people. Dude, they're following. watching screencasts. All right, Come let on. them. You pitch your stuff on KFA. I'm not gonna stop talking until one person follows. <laughs> stop talking. Stop the show. <laughs> all right. Don't uh, stop Nick, did you watch anything good this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. Thanks, Shit. Nick. Uh, and to your right, <laughs> the engaged one, Tim Gettys. Tim, me. yes. Tell me you watched something good this week. I, I unfortunately have not watched too much this week. I kept up with Patriot Act. It was another amazing episode. Netflix, if you haven't watched what was it, it, what was it's it on? way too late. It was on student loans. And it was a really mm, fascinating mm, deep dive scary in, stuff into, into how they fuck you. Yeah. It's surprising how many different oh ways God, there are. There's so many ways. Um, and then just the classic, keeping up with The Bachelor. Hometowns were last week. Yeah. So that means we're coming Good, good up, episode? Coming up. No, no, no. Hometowns okay. are always bad. But we're what? coming up into the fantasy suite. Isn't that where they meet their family? Yeah. Great. 
whoop de doo <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah. My girl Cassie yeah, stayed, yeah. though, so that's cool. Uh, well, I watched a lot of cool stuff um, on Netflix. Bert Kreischer. Bert did Kreischer. Right? Did I say it right? Yes, he did. Yeah, because like, there was a time when we were going to lunch a couple days ago. It was yesterday. And Kevin, Kevin was like, yeah, I watched the new special by Bert. I just threw sounds out. This, morning, this morning he did he he did the same thing where he was like, "Hey, did you, did you see that Bert's?" And there's he just three, trailed there off a little bit. Yeah. I, like, that, like, I feel there. like I catch a niner in there too. Or there's two words in one name that I just feel like they put all the letters out. So it's mm. like I don't have to try to pronounce like Ferrero Church. No one knows how to say those. And Worcestershire sauce. Thing. Which one? The little chocolate, chocolate balls? balls and the, the gold wrap. Ferrero Rochers. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. You don't, what? I'll Google yeah, you do. It. We've had him at the studio. Hold on, sure. I'm just about to Google this. Ferrers. <laughs> Chocolates. Uh, and uh, anyways, Burt Kreischer, man, mm-hmm. The Machine. Um, so it was my first time watching this particular stand-up because he had another stand-up that was on Netflix, but it didn't include The Machine joke, which is his best joke of okay. all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it with Paula, and she also enjoyed most of it. She doesn't like... Like fart humor, yeah. And there's a little bit of that fart humor in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I also on Sunday I went to the movies and watched Happy Death Day to you. Real, I very much enjoyed it. Right, it's an I, enjoyable yeah, movie. It's a very enjoyable movie. Can't wait for the sequel. Fun. Um, I also on Netflix watched Stargate. I love that movie so much. Oh, the, the original Stargate. Yeah, the with original the, Stargate with the fucking Jack Burton. What's his name? Jack Burton. Jack Burton. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, it goes Kurt, David Spader Kurt, and Kurt uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, that's it. Yeah, 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 Jack yeah. Uh, that movie's great. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Yep. Really well done. Yeah. They made a uh, a lot of people like the TV show that was. Yeah, I've, I've, I've started watching SG One. There are ten seasons of SG One. Didn't they do a, another one? Isn't there like Atlantis or something else? Ten seasons of SG One, five seasons of Atlantis, two seasons of Universe. Yeah. There and f- something like four movies. Wow. That's yeah. great. There's a lot of content. 22 episode seasons. A lot of content Jesus there. Christ. It's a fun show. Maybe I'll get it's into monster, that next. It's Monsters of the Week, and it's great. Yeah, it's all on Amazon Prime. So it's basically Sliders. And Hulu. Yeah, yeah they just go into different yeah. worlds. Um, I also watched Green Book. Okay. My oh, last you think? Uh, of the Best Picture nominees. I uh, really, really liked it. Well... We'll talk about where yeah, I, I was going to say, d- depending, on, yeah. depending on who you talk to online, you're a monster or you're correct. That's just how it goes with Green Book. Very was, divisive film. I, yeah, but it also sounds very much like the like Oscar controversy stuff where it's like people are bringing up topics. To try to are, fuck yeah, trying to fuck things. That was the one other thing I watched, the Oscars. Oh, oh right, yes, that's right. right, right I did right. watch the Oscars as well. Wait, last thing I watched, uh, Ken Jong special on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Do not recommend. Really? <laughs> It honestly, I was just like, oh really? man, I can't believe Tim was so right. Like, this is not great. And this is just him being like, I was in this movie everybody loves. I mean, it seemed like he had phenomenal experiences, but like a lot of that show was like, I'm famous. And it's just yeah. not so much like great stand up. I love Ken yeah. John, man. All right, time for some housekeepings. Uh, Patreon producers, David Mintel. Mm hmm. What's up, David? Shout out to you, baby boy. Oh, you're making this stuff happen. Also, this show is brought to us, or brought to you by our sponsors, Me Undies and Robin Hood. But more about that later. Now it's time for the news. New, 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 news. I love it. New, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Actually, before that, I do want to talk about the wall. So, 
<laughs> something I noticed every time this video gets uploaded to YouTube, there's something like 10 to 12 ads. Mm -hmm. And I've just been like demonetizing the videos because normally you can go in the back end and remove the ads. I don't understand. I, I feel like 10 to 15 ads for a 45 minute long piece it's of content is totally fine. Usually. I think it's fine. Yeah. Either way, I think that's, yeah. that's I think, I, I think people like out there minutes. don't mind if one out of every two minutes an ad starts. There's a lot of people in the comments being like, oh, this is awful. But there's a lot of people defending us and shout out to all of you guys. Thank you guys. But like, yeah, it's But we were it's trying to get to the bottom yeah. of it. So yeah, we're not we, putting those ads in. Our to be theory clear. is that every time we put the image, because most shows don't have this, it's adding ads. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to test this. And see. Right. All right, back to the news. I really like it. All right, the first one is 2019 Oscars, man. They happened. They did. Mm -hmm. did you guys watch it? Mm -hmm. I did, cover to cover. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it cover to cover. I watched about 80% of it. I did. This is the first time in like five years that I didn't watch it live. I watched like the highlight reel. I went to go see Happy Death Day to You, and then mm -hmm. me and Paula hung out a little longer than I expected, so we Damn didn't man. make it back. It happens. Yeah. Uh, I watched the Oscars this year. I did a, a, like, I, how I think I'm going to watch them for the rest of my remaining uh, life, uh. which is that we let it... <laughs> We let it spool up on the DVR for about an hour and a half so we could fast forward through not only all the commercials, but let's be perfectly honest, all the boring ass speeches from people I don't give a fuck about. Oh, some so all those great speeches, speeches that you though. fought so much for. Some great speeches, though. Specifically, no. uh, Olivia, what's her name? Olivia Coleman had Coleman. a great speech. No, oh, no, here, here's the thing. Here, here's my new thing, right? right I watched the first speech. part of every speech. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, sir, and ma'am, and or ma'am out there, if you want an Academy Award and your speech didn't grab me within the first 15 seconds, mm -hmm. you got to fast forward. All right, give it back. Mm -hmm. Just give the award It's back. one of those things. It's like, I, yes, I, like I, the, the categories I care about are obviously like the upper echelon of category. I do care about DP. Uh, I do care about actors, actresses. But even then, man, people get up and like, you're fucking boring me. You're and fucking I fast forward. It's, I can't imagine the amount of stress they're feeling to give a good speech. And Dude, like, award shows are difficult. Yeah. That's the biggest problem is it's just like nobody, there's there's no unified front of what people, what viewers are expecting from it. And there's no unified understanding of what an award speech should be because right. there's this pressure to have a good speech. There's a pressure to have a moment. Everyone. And then there's also the pressure to adequately thank the people that yeah. need to be thanked. You can't do all of that. Here's the deal. If nobody knows who you are, here, here's the here's the rule for award speeches. If you, if you really the general public has no fucking idea who you are because you're you you do people's hair in movies or whatever, and you might be great at your craft. Mm -hmm. Here's what you do: you get up, you take the fucking list out of your pocket, you thank as many people as you can in thirty seconds, get the fuck off the stage, get off. Nobody cares about you. Okay, so, oh, is, uh, don't don't do the thing unless you're fucking Olivia Coleman or Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't do the thing. Where, oh, if you're a young person sitting at home right now dreaming, no, Nick, get Nick, off the stage, Nick. Get off the stage, Nicholas. I understand your message, and parts of it I agree, but maybe we could be a little more tactical on how we deliver it. Get off the stage. Okay, you so get up there. Here's what they yeah. should do. Here's what they should do. Okay, here's what you got to do. Make it a bigger competition. Levels. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Levels of how famous you are. If nobody fucking knows who you are, you're at zero. Okay, you get 15 seconds to get up there. Say thank you. Get off the stage. In fact, I don't even care if they. If you're that not that famous, they throw the fucking thing at you. <laughs> uh, you sit down. We'll, don't even we'll get up. Don't we'll get mail up. it to you. We'll don't mail it up. to you. Um, no, but shout out to the Academy Awards this year because the, you know obviously they've they've been having some issues. There was there's some issues with trying them trying to change the show and everyone saying no yeah. and then the show just being boring as fuck. Um, 
one of the things that <laughs> they, motherfuckers. one of the things that they they changed this year was they were like, wow, we can't get a host in that hasn't that isn't super controversial, so we're just gonna go sans host. And I for one thought this was a, I was like, this is a dumb idea. And then it started, and Queen came out with Adam Lambert, and I was like, okay, and he was <laughs> wearing a cravat. The voice that you choose to do is so because he was dressed like Prince, which was weird. I don't know, I don't know. Adam Lambert, it was from weird. Fucking. It was weird. But but they started off, and I was, was like, well, cool. at least they got one of the me- two of the members from from Queen, and they played a song, and it sounded good, and they went right into the first Didn't award. Didn't have the three surviving members there? It was three people on stage. It was the mm. dude with the poodle yeah, yeah, hair yeah, yeah. who was a pr- the poodle you know, hair. And the drummer, the blonde dude, yeah, the, the drummer, drummer, and then man. Adam Lambert. <laughs> Stop saying it that way because it's just whatever. Uh, anyway, I thought it, I thought going forward, I'm like, we don't need a host. What it turns out is that the host adds all like it's supposed to come back in and bring energy to the room that just mm-hmm. is never gonna fucking be there remember in past years we had hey everyone let's go to the screening next door we'll bring all the and I'm like why why is this 25 minutes long get back to the awards don't need a host anymore oscars we don't need hosts anymore bring out fucking so you they, liked it without a host i liked you it because it was- what, what we needed was excitement at the beginning a pop of comedy which we got with tina fey amy poehler and uh maya rudolph they came out i thought they had a great segment when it started to get low, we brought out fucking the big guns, Melissa McCarthy and and uh, 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 Tyree Henry. Uh, I forget the actor's name, but they came out in the fucking hilarious to do costumes. Yeah, that was fucking really funny. Good, yeah. Get it. Keep it moving along. Yeah. Really, I like, I like the like, host, but I did think that the opening was weak and it was queen, which is to me surprising because I love them. But like, I mm-hmm. thought that was like, do you think it's because of Adam Lambert? <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with Adam Lambert because <laughs> this is my thing. Like, obviously I know Adam Lambert has he been touring with queen. Is that, is that why I they know. got him? Uh, yeah, no I don't know. Could have really p- put the word out and been like, Hey, queen's going to be on stage opening the Oscars. Can we get anyone other than Adam Lambert? Hugh Jackman. Anyone that could have been like a huge star that could have sung. Right. That would have been great. But anyway, I, th- I thought it was a good opening regardless of, the Lambert, as I'll call him from now on. <laughs> to, to, to the point you were making earlier about having like less important people not get awards, I feel like Olivia Coleman, no, no, not no. an actor, not less important people not get awards. Just know your fucking place. They're people. coming to go to speak. Know your fucking place. Like, if you're the, if you're if you got an Academy Award for Best Craft Services, nobody cares who you're thanking. Nobody cares. Ah, it's so mean. It's true though. And it's a problem with to, awards. To shows. go over uh, some of the awards that uh, that were won. I think that the top one that we're most excited about is probably animated feature Fuck Spider-Man yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. Great. Oh, so fucking awesome cool that, that, that one. happens, man. Yeah. And also Gary Wetter. You see this picture of him last night? Yep. No. Hanging you out. You didn't see this? With... Phil Lord? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Jealous is, as fuck. Is Phil Lord the right name? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. why I paused for a second yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was I, it came out was way it too soon. Lord? I think it was yeah. Phil Lord. Yeah. I think it was Lord, but I didn't know the filler part. Uh, Phil part. <laughs> man, those guys are killing life right now. They are crushing it. Um Best actor was uh, Remy Malik, Bohemian Rhapsody, which I, I can't be mad at. Yeah, like that's the thing is like he was great in the movie, you mm-hmm. know, like that that I say was one of the best elements of that. I movie. think Christian Bale got robbed. Yeah. I, I got honestly robbed. also feel like Christian Bale got not robbed is maybe a little too aggressive because he was great in the movie, but Christian Bale became a different person. Dude, but here's the deal: like it, you, if you see the trailer, have you seen the trailer for mm-hmm. Vice? Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was him. Exactly. Yeah, Christian Bale mm-hmm. managed to make a two and a half hour movie about Dick Cheney. Fascinating. Yeah, but like, it riveting. wasn't. In my opinion, it wasn't just Christian Bale. I think that movie should have won. No, I mean, they obviously either best director or best editing. I think it was should have yeah, both of those actually. Yeah. Um, and I mean, shout out to uh, to Sam Rockwell yeah. who got an oh Academy Award nod for 
Like they, he got, he should not have won because yeah. he's only in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah, but, but that's so good like, at Come it. on, yeah. what are you doing? Come on, yeah. let's go. All right, uh, I'm not taking no for an answer. It's so fucking good. Um, All right, go and on. then uh, best actress was Olivia Coleman, who gave a phenomenal, I think one of the oh most memorable God. speeches were I I have ever seen on the Oscars, where it's just she could not contain herself. Yeah, it's interesting she that she got best actress because I I felt like that role was more of a supporting actress, uh, but. I, neither of you seen the favorite? Mm-mm. No, she does um, kill in the movie. She's really good in the movie. Yeah, um, yeah, that's weird though because yeah. they show that scene, and you're like, that looks like a supporting role, right? It, it very much feels like a supporting role. It's very. It, weird. it feels like Rachel Wise and um, Emma. What's the other girl's name? Stone. Stone. Uh, they were. I would have put them as the main actors, but whatever. <laughs> uh, great, great speech. Um, you could tell that she had no idea of actually winning. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, that, that's, I feel like, I'm sure she rehearsed some speech. It wasn't what the speech that yeah, she gave. Yeah. Uh, by the end when she's like, Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> it's, so good. It's so genuine. It's so cool to see that. Um, the fuck is this character? Who, who read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck is the Sam author? Rockwell's character in that? Douglas Z-Foy, Adams. Z-Foy, no. Zephod Beeble Brooks. That's what it was. He oh. was... That same character is where he just took that character and played George W. Bush. Yep. <laughs> and it was fucking yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I um, Also, some interesting choices were best film editing, which was Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, and best sound editing, editing was also Bohemian Rhapsody. Both no. of these didn't feel right at all. Like... I noticed that the editing didn't feel right when I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and I didn't think that the sound editing was, like... I mean, there's two ways to put it, right? There's one way of looking at it of saying, like, well, the movie was two directors and probably a fucking mess, so the editor mm-hmm. actually may have saved that film. Sure. Uh, in which case, good for him. Uh, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, we all saw it. We all thought it was, meh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah, yeah. A, a very impactful movie, and I think A Star is Born is a lot much of... I think that was a much, mm-hmm. much more... Uh, impactful and and uh, just a better film all around. As was Vice. The yeah. fact that Bohemian Rhapsody took so many awards, I'm like, well, I mean, it's yeah, fine. It's but. definitely weird. I will say though that like Bohemian Rhapsody getting best editing is getting a lot of hate on the internet. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people posting well, that, that one there's... scene. I and and again, I yeah. haven't seen some of the movies, and it's just I'm just standing up for Bohemian Rhapsody, where the final. 30 minutes of it, the concert scene, the, the Live Aid, it, the mm. editing in that is impeccable where they recreated everything and that has a lot to do with direction as yeah. well, but the way it was edited was so, it made you feel like you were there and it's mm. like, that is something special. I've never felt like I was at a concert in a movie. It always feels like, oh, there's a concert in a movie happening, not right, that I'm right, fucking right. there. That's true. I w- went to watch Bohemian Rhapsody with Joey and when we walked out, I was like, Granted, I've never been on a stage with 200,000 people looking at me, but I have been on a stage with 3,000 people looking at me. And, like, you do get that same, like, they nailed the sensation yeah. of walking out and that, like, quiet loudness that mm-hmm. you experience because there's still noise happening. It's and then the, when you, you say something. You feel the sound come it, at yeah. you. And it, it also yeah, when yeah. you say go away. And so they did a good job with that. Yeah. And that is a lot of the, the sound editing yeah. as well. But, but I think for, sound like, for sound design, I really think that, like, Hereditary and hereditary, or a quiet place. Oh my god, a quiet place was fucking movies that like totally got snubbed. Yeah, man, I haven't seen a quiet place, but the way everyone talks about it, Tony Collette in Hereditary, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, deserved Best Actress. She was phenomenal in that movie, and she played, I would say, four different characters based on her declining throughout the film. Yeah, a character kind of slowly losing her mind because of the events happening in the in the uh, movie, and. 
she just it that's such a hard thing to portray and she did such an amazing job like making it look real mm-hmm. and kind of give you anxiety seeing this character fall apart like you yeah. you go in multiple times in that movie it switches from you being like worried for her and mm-hmm. caring for her to hating her and yeah. back again multiple yeah. times and like that is excellent it was yeah. her I don't think that was direction. I don't think that was writing. I think that was her bringing something to the yeah, character. I agree with that. And then best picture is Green Book. So I watched this movie two days ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I went into it not wanting to love it. Because I, I fell in love with Star is Born. And I was like, this is my number one pick for the, for the Oscars. And frankly, it still is. But damn, Green Book is a, a fun Sad, beautiful, so many emotions. It's a roller coaster of a movie in a in a great way, but like it's such a real and honest. Well, no. Would would you, would you put it uh, number two, like above the other ones? Did you yeah. See, did you see Black Landsman? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Black Clansman. Very different movies yeah. though, because Green Decidedly Book different. is is about like from what I understand this guy's book, this yeah. guy's relationship that he uh, like this bodyguard drivers relationship that he develops with uh, the musician he's going with mm-hmm. and it's very like loving and like brotherly whereas Black Klansman is Black Klansman's a great movie and uh, it's, it's a different kind of it's movie, a very yeah. different kind of it's movie. very spikely it's yeah, very, very it's... spikely but also very like undercover cop kind of thing like all these crazy things that are happening in the background so yeah I don't know I, I, I know there's a huge controversy about Green Book. I, I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. honest, like I don't quite grasp it. And I think a lot of it is just political behind the scenes, like smear campaign stuff. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I get people's criticism of both. I, I totally understand yeah. it. But like I haven't seen Green Book yet, so I really can't comment yeah. on it. A, a lot of people want a Black Klansman win. I saw it. I was like, I think it's a great movie, but I, I, I don't think there's any standout like this movie's so fucking amazing this year. It should absolutely win. You know, the thing Star is Born is fucking. That I thought movie. it was really, really good, yeah. but I also thought Vice was really, really good. Yeah. And I thought Black Klansman was was really, really good. And I was yeah. like, I, I could see all these movies. I personally loved Vice, but I just think yeah. that movie was just Vi- so fucked Vice up. Vice was well great. Made and just unique, yeah. in my opinion. But Black Klansman had a lot going on for it, too. Um, so I, the, the main reason why I want to bring this topic up is mm-hmm. I wouldn't have seen these eight movies if they weren't Oscar nominated. And I think that's what the Oscars is for. Mm-hmm. Like, really bringing attention to a. Bunch the of movies. cream of the crop. Yeah. And I'm really happy, even though the Oscar show wasn't that great, I'm really happy that they happened, specifically because they put attention and light on on movies that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have seen. I wouldn't have seen Green Book or The Favorite. So many Black of these Panther, movies. Yeah. No. Mean Rhapsody. Uh, a couple sure. of them I would have seen, joking. obviously. But like, yeah. I, I there was no reason, like, when I saw the trailer for The Favorite, I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. But You would have never watched that movie. Otherwise. All eight movies were enjoyable. And at the end of the day, I'm glad that I watched them. My next story really is just for Joey. Is she here? Joey! 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 I don't think she's here. here. There There she is. My next story, new version of The Babysitter Club coming to Netflix. I'm so excited. Babysitter's Club. Now let me ask you a question. Is The Babysitter's Club uh, related to the sisterhood of the traveling pants? No. Is it related <laughs> to opportunity? babysitting? Unfortunately. I'm quite familiar with The Babysitter's Club. Did you watch the movie? And I would put it in the exact same quote that Cool Greg did. That shit's soft. <laughs> Man, I, it was such a, such a waste of a 30-minute time slot on Disney. Every time it came on, I'm like, can we just get to the next show? Nobody wants this garbage. The movie. Yes, I watched the, the movie. movie. Was good. The, the movie, movie was good. The movie, movie was good. The movie had some good songs about the brain 
the brain, the center of the chain, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I really like the books. I literally was the just talking about this like a week ago. Poop. Like, what would a modern day one look like? Like, would they just we all know each recently. other? We about recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, cool. It's weird. Are I'm you excited, excited to watch it or do you think it's going to be horrible? I think it's going to be the kind of Joey horrible where I love it. Hell yeah. Okay, let's go, <laughs> I baby. I don't necessarily think I, it's going to be great. I feel like Netflix has a gr- does a great job of understanding the audience that it's making its stuff like for. Like Fuller House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's... I think it'll be a little bit better than Fuller House. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's um, not saying much, though. Yeah. I know so, people uh, like it. But the, for the nostalgia, like, people like it. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. No sure. one's watched the latest season, I don't think, but... Of Fuller they House? Just do, one, do they do three seasons of it? I think they did four. Get the hell out. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but I think if they just do it yeah. as one run and they're done, I'm happy with it. Some that. people really enjoy it. So. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it, Nick. Uh, so, yeah, Netflix Bring just back Stamos. 10 episode uh, order for Babysitter Clubs. So, Joey, at some point soon, you're going to have, not soon, but like, you know, some point, you're going to have 10 episodes of the Babysitter Club. I will binge it and I will report back. We do you think they're going to get Carly Rae Jepsen to do the theme song? <gasps> That would be so That got an audible gasp out of two members of this room. <laughs> Let's I fucking go. I just like that they tap her for like all of their like weird 90s throwback Let's do theme it. songs. Thank What's you, Joey. What's Smilf? Smilf? No, let's. Why are you looking at stuff on his computer? You know you're not supposed to do that. What's Smilf? Oh, it's that show on. Uh, it's a Showtime show. It's a Showtime it? show. So it's Showtime Milf. No, I, what is it? What does it stand for? Single, single mom. I'd like to. Okay. Oh, a single mom. Every yeah. episode is a Smilf is an acronym for the episode. So episode one is shit, man. I've literally failed. Episode two is sorry, Mary. I'm losing faith. I and like so that on. a lot. Surrogate so mothers on. inspiring loving families. So uh, maybe all right, feminine. moving on to our next story: the Sandlot sequel series has a two season order. <clears throat> Seems a little uh, preemptive. Yeah, for, it for does two seasons, for two but, seasons, but you know. Two seasons. What what platform is it on? Mm, it, they haven't said. It's television. Oh, is this going to be actually on network yeah, television? Yeah, network television sounds like. <laughs> a bad so idea. the Sandlot director, David Mickey Evans, uh, recently revealed on a podcast appearance that he has sold a pitch for a television series uh, sequel to the original movie that will bring all of the original cast members back. I'm not a big Sandlot guy. You guys seem to like be very Sandlot's excited. Sandlot's classic. Sandlot, okay. Wendy Peppercorn. You're killing me, Sandlot. You keep saying that, but I just I, none of none of those words mean I, anything. I feel like it's one the of those great movies Bambino. that stands up. Am I right in that? What What's that? Mean? Like that's a movie that would still stand up. Today. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. 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 Let me let me not misspeak. I haven't watched it in yeah. ten years, but I'm sure if you go and back and watch the Sandlot, like obviously it was a movie that was a period piece to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just about a kid moving to a new town and like finding a group of friends because of baseball, and it's it's very endearing. And obviously they you know he he's stupid, doesn't know what's going on, and he takes his dad's baseball and because they they lose their ball over the fence. It's it's very much it's oh, great. Is man. It a coming, famous baseball. Well, yeah. he, he he's the kid doesn't understand baseball, and so when he starts playing with his backyard, like this sandlot baseball game, basically in this dirt lot uh, in his neighborhood, they hit they hit their only ball over the fence, and they can't go get it because there's this dog, gigantic right? fucking dog yeah. back there. So he goes, "I got a baseball." Runs, gets his dad's signed Babe Ruth baseball, and oh. brings it, and then that becomes the trip of like someone hits it, Benny the Jet hits it over the fence, and then he goes, "Oh, I got to get that ball back." It was my dad's, and they're like, "Why?" He's like, "It was just signed by someone." And the kid's like, who was it signed by? He's like, something Babe, something like Babe Ruth signed that fucking ball. Like, that ball's worth thousands of dollars. We got to go get it. And then it becomes, the second act is all fun because they have to figure out how to get over the fence. It's vacuums. Yeah. I want to watch it. Uh, it's a great well, movie. The, it's tobacco, the tobacco, tobacco scene scarred me. 
of all of them like eating, like chewing the tobacco, oh, no. getting yeah, on the roller coaster, dying. and then all throwing oh, up everywhere. Disgusting. It was horrible. I love love the scenes with Wendy Peppercorn where they're all like in love with the lifeguard, and yeah. then Squints yeah. is like, I can't take it anymore, <laughs> and like just drowns himself for it. It's um, great. <laughs> not on any streaming services. You can rent it for like three to four dollars okay. either at Apple. It's worth it. Uh, definitely Amazon, worth the rent. Yeah. Definitely worth the rent. Um, and every it takes once in a place while, in the mid '80s, and all the characters are like 33 years old, and sense. they have kids. Oh, so. the new one. I was yeah, like, the new oh. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. I mean, that could be fun. I don't need it though. I don't need it. Yeah, because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, they made a Sandlot too. They did. Yeah, back to the lot. Was it and good? And I don't think it had. Did it have any of the kids? I in it? think it I had no one of the curly haired blonde kid. I like I the weird the looking redhead chubby kid from uh, from Son in Law. I think That's we're thinking what I about want. the same kid. Direct to DVD sequel. Ugh. Yeah, see, the blonde what? kid looks the same. Maybe. Nah, that, Click on but that this was in, this movie came out in 2005 though. Click Never on mind. The picture. That is definitely not the same kid. Sandlot two. The Sandlot. Adam Lambert. I don't like when you break and you have to say stuff. That like, looks like the kid from Bad Santa. No, they just got is another that, chubby redheaded kid. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, the, is the, is the main is the main kid Bieber? No, Justin? Justin? no like Justin way Bieber. that's Bieber. I'm I'm fucking around, but it really looks <laughs> wow, like. Wow, right. really just like it was like, directed by him. By who? By David oh. Mickey Evans. Interesting. Huh. Who's David Mickey? Evans? The director of the, the first, first one. Oh, good for him. Well, you know, you got to figure. Oh, there was a third one. He also did Beethoven. And fourth. Oh man. This he guy did. really just was like, I got yeah. the Sandlot corner. He didn't corner. Sinbad first kid. Wow. He did Ace Ventura oh, Pet Detective Jr. Did you know that was a thing? No. And if, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and if you did it's that movie, son. you should consider just okay. moving Stop to a different story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go uh, to the next story. Take yourself which, out of the uh, game. Another short saying. one. Star Trek Discovery Season 3 ordered by CBS All Yeep Access. Boy. Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is officially happening. Expect it. Uh, expect to see it start uh, sometime in 2020. Cool. Super excited for that. Super uh-huh. excited to meet Anthony Rapp. Super excited for the Crazy whole season to finish so I can buy it. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy the season. That's yeah. what I want to do. I bought the last season and then I binged watched it over like two days. So fucking good. And it was great. Well and worth I'm the super... $25 or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was like $35. Well, that's but a lot. I bought, it that like four, I bought it in 4K. Oh, you know I don't do mean? that. No. Nah, that's how I live my life. I have an old 1080p. TV. It's, it's so sad. I remember when your TV was brand new. It was gorgeous. Tim was so excited about it. Help me get a nice it. TV. Yeah. Still holds up. Um, so yeah, that's coming and happening. Very exciting. Other quick news: Aquaman two will swim into theaters in Jesus December twenty twenty two. Jesus Christ! It made one point one billion dollars, so of it's getting it a sequel. Of course it yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. And of Tim, you were saying did. you saw an article where the DC was. Yeah, Someone from I think DC was saying with, with this news and a lot of the other mm-hmm. stuff coming out, pretty much they were just like, look, we understand our flaws and we are going to focus on individual stories for individual characters. We're not worried about this shared universe at this point. Like we're just trying to make good movies. And they're like, we feel like we did that with Wonder Woman. We feel like we did that with uh, Aquaman. And we're going to do that with uh, Shazam. And going forward, we're going to continue that. So we'll see. So the thing we'll is, less it's, it's, big picture, more. More individual picture. I mean, honestly, that's style. absolutely the way to go. It's yeah. the smartest thing they could possibly do. I would argue. I mean, I haven't seen Aquaman yet, but I'll argue that it's a terrible I, movie. I, um, I want you to see it because I honestly think you will enjoy it. I might. No, yeah. I might. But I mean, like I got said before, I, I'm an outspoken advocate of Shazam. I watched that trailer. I'm like, this ha- this could be a really fun movie. Sure, it could work. Well, do I care outspoken. if Shazam and Batman team up one day? No, I don't fucking care. Let's just make a fun movie. Yeah, start there. Yeah. Definitely, you know. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like and you're outspoken on Shazam, though. I feel like a lot of people are going into that with like a fun. Well, DC's always made great trailers. 
Who, whatever company they they these movies hire to make trailers, they kill it. They do a great I job. Know. Everyone always talked about that Suicide Squad trailer, and I went back and watched it. I was like, "This is a terrible trailer." I, think, terrible. I think Snyder has good trailers. Yeah, because yeah, every Snyder trailer is fucking amazing. Well, he's and done then, so many of the movies, and like Wonder they should really Wonder just hire him cool. to do the trailers. Like Snyder, come back, do the trailers, bro. Does he cut his own trailers? I wouldn't be I'm surprised. Sure he does. It feels. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of say on the, the Sucker Punch trailer, the 300 trailer, like well, all of them. Like, a Watchmen 300 trailer. is a great movie. Watchmen yeah, is a great movie. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. But it had a great trailer. The uh, 300 Man trailer. Of, the Man of Steel trailer. Best trailer. So good. Are you kidding so me? Actually, Zack Snyder may have three of the top five trailers ever of made. all time. Like the uh, 300 trailer I watched was like a thing. Mm-hmm. I probably watched the trailer more than I watched thing. the movie. I, I didn't uh, watch the movie. I've, I've seen the movie. Dun, You've never seen 300? 300? Oh, I just watched the trailer a thousand times. It was that. Was that Nine Inch Nails? No, I don't know. I, just, I think it was I didn't watch Sucker Punch though. That was uh, such a disappointment. Sucker Punch. I did not watch actually. Yeah. I just heard everyone was like it was so terrible. But I really like 300 and Watchmen. Sorry. Yeah. Soundtrack no, no, okay. Sucker Punch though. Yeah. Fantastic. But the movie. But the movie. out the sun. And we fight in the shade. All right. Now it's time for. Now it's time for some Fast Marvel Bender. news. God damn it. God damn it. Man. Marvel news. What's the Marvel news, Kevin? So phase four uh, Marvel movie slate will be revealed after both Avengers Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home. In an interview with comicbook.com during the Captain Marvel press junket, Faye says, As we've been doing for years, we aren't going to announce anything post-Avengers Endgame or Spider-Man Far From Home until post Endgame and Spider-Man. That means we won't get any news uh, about the planned Marvel future movies until after July 5th when Spider-Man Far From Home comes to theaters. That puts the supposed announcement right in time for the this year's Comic-Con or D23. Totally makes sense. I mean, here's the thing. When we look back at it, it's like it's not like they've announced a ton of mm-hmm. Marvel movies. The last time they made Marvel movie official announcements was back in what 2011 or whatever on a random Tuesday when they announced but the, how great was that it was amazing like was not I, I feel like that was one of the most memorable like that is one of the most media announcements that I've ever, ever experienced yeah. and like, you Which, should watch if you haven't seen this look it up look up the the phase I guess it was phase three uh, announcement. Was Serpent, Serpent Society, yes. Serpent Society, yeah. and then it changed to Civil War. It's and like it's just perfectly what a done. Cool thing that they like made a joke out of it yep. too. The whole thing was great, yeah. and that's when they announced the entire lineup that we've just been seeing mm-hmm. over the last five years. And since then, we haven't had a single MCU announcement, mm-hmm. right? Some things There's have a lot changed. of rumors. Some things have moved. Yeah. Yes, and like they've some been, things they've announced are, like the Disney Plus stuff, which we'll talk to about yeah, in a but, second. But there hasn't been any MCU movies. Um, announced. Sure. There's the old, there's been things been canceled. Things have changed. Mm-hmm. A lot of release dates shifted around, uh, like Black Panther and Captain yeah. Marvel and all of that. But have they not announced Black Panther two? They said that Coogler uh, is slated to come back to write and direct, but, um, but nothing. It doesn't count if they ha- don't have dates. Is that what it is? The, the thing yeah. is, it's like we the movies Black aren't Widow officially like, yeah. announced. It's like Got we it. know they're working on it, but they're not yeah. officially announced. Now you are the main person that like handles all the announcements that kind of funny makes, and you plan all that stuff out, mm-hmm. right? You produce our like live shows where we announce that. What do you think? Like, do you think we're going to get another giant, like, phase four or phase, what, two and three style announcements? I really think that it comes down to what Endgame looks like and where that mm-hmm. ends up. I, I'm still convinced that we might not get a traditional phase four and that for at least a while it's going to just not be this universe building 
um, franchise and it can be more similar to what DC's talking about now of just like, let's just take things in a couple different directions and then maybe meet up later. Um, just because we've there's been so much going into Endgame that I feel they might not want to jump right back into that. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get an Avengers movie in phase four. Yeah. Like it is. All, just I, a lot I think of, I'd be OK with that, too. too. Yeah. But I could also see them doing a new Avengers movie. Yeah. But I, th- yeah. I feel like that'll be a phase five. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nick. Yes. Do you remember when they announced the phase two and three? Vaguely. It was mm-hmm. 20 So it wasn't ago. like a big, big thing for you. I mean, it wasn't a big thing in that you uh, you sort of trust Marvel, and that's the thing. Like, whatever, yeah. whichever way they go, I'm sure it'll be fun and, and, and good for the series. They're really, really great at at holding back when they need to hold back, yeah. which is cool. Like, if this were DC, they'd be obviously, like, throwing everything against sure. the wall, trying to get people to build hype. But what Marvel does, they do best. And that they know what they've got. They know they've got Endgame coming. They don't yeah. have to say anything. They don't even have to. Like, remember when everyone was like, what if they just, like, dropped, like, a teaser for it? And that was it. And obviously they haven't. They've, they've put out a lot of press material for that as well. But, well, but like, till December, they didn't put out a, te- a yeah, teaser Yeah, we didn't need it. it, right? And because the teaser used got, old footage, right? No. Not the trailer. The, like, short teaser that came before that. Was it? No? No, they I think they that. put out the There's teaser. There's only been two things that have come out. Yeah. The Super Bowl yeah. spot and then the... And the Super Bowl spot started yeah. with him, uh, yeah. Tony, on the ship with the Nebula. Okay. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I, I think Marvel Marvel knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I think that they will start subtly driving toward the next plan because they'd be stupid not to. They've built so much. They get so much more exponential, like, uh, excitement and growth out of having that plan and executing that plan that I think they would be silly to not go into phase four with a solid plan of, like, hey, we're driving five, six, seven years from now to whatever the next big yeah. event's going to be. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but you I have to imagine like, that. But again, we just don't yeah. know with Endgame. Like. The, big, the big, the big problem they're having though is that like where, like now they're actually, up until this point, I think Marvel's been really, really good at being able to control the game and being able to get their players uh, involved and keep their roster where it is. Now the big question is like, you know, we've already Chris Hemsworth already already said he doesn't want to do Captain America anymore, right? Like he's already retired from that. Evans. Evans. Uh, Evans, Evans, excuse yeah. me, Hemsworth. He has not said that. No, I thought well, there some... was some. Confi- well, he's always gone back and forth throughout the years of like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, or oh, like I am like gonna do it. And then Pepper there's... Potts has retired, yes. or like she well, no, she didn't retire. I think she has some contract disputes. Um, yeah, it, it either, sounds either like she's way, not in the it big anymore. question is going to be how long can we keep this roster going, and that's going to be the wild card. Can they keep these people together? Can they keep Downey Jr. into some degree the role, and how do they usher in the new cast while they're phasing out the older cast? And they'll do it the right way, hopefully. But that's going to be the hard thing. Is like. Samuel L. Jackson not getting any younger, you know? I mean, he is in Marvel, right? <laughs> good point, good point. <laughs> That's funny. I'm very yeah. excited, obviously. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of politics at play um, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. We, It's going to be a lot easier for us, I think, post-Endgame and, and yeah, maybe even post-Spider-Man to be able to analyze and really yeah. make educated <laughs> guesses because uh, we don't know how it's going to end up in terms of what they're changing with time, who they're bringing back, and is there different dimensions, different yeah. universes? We don't know that. And on top of that, we have the looming Fox merger where oh, it's like, God, what's that going to mean for, for X-Men? Yeah. Fantastic Four. Are, we're not going to see them, I don't think, but are we going to get hints at the end of Endgame? Because they can easily just like say something, even if nothing's ready, mm-hmm. you know, as long as it's officially locked. And then there's the Sony side of Spider-Man of what's that contract going to look like? Is Tom Holland still going to be an MCU? Is there going to be a different Spider-Man on the Sony side? Like with the success of Venom, like there's a lot of things up in the air right yeah. now that I think will become a lot more clear. I'd actually, I don't expect to see them go hard at Comic-Con. Maybe they will, but I, I do see them kind of doing their own thing. 
maybe even outside of D23. It could be, but... Its own event, you think? Because, I mean, the last I time, mean, certainly, it was a random Tuesday. Yeah, it's certainly big enough where they can absolutely do their own event. And my hope is that they do another big, like, hey, here are the next five to ten years plan that we envision. Because, mm-hmm. like, it was so exciting to see, like, this is what the next five years are going to be like. And then, like, point at movies and be like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Black Ant-Man. Panther. Yeah. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. You know they have a raccoon in their thing? Yeah, yeah and another one's a tree. And now look where we are. I tell you what, though. Living the Shout dream. out to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. I was uh, I was on the plane uh, back from Missoula, Montana, it's, it's, and I was like, I'm just gonna, very I'm, fun. Like, I'm just going to put that. We were like stuck on the tarmac, mm-hmm. and, uh, and my Hulu wasn't working. So I was like, I'll pop on Netflix, and I just popped it on for five minutes. I watched like 15 minutes. I'm like, ah, fuck, fuck, this is a good movie. It's a really Damn it, they just movie. get you. Yeah, they get you. Paul Rudd is a great actor. Phenomenal choice. Oh, great abs, too. Like fucking jacked. Man. Great abs. Uh, one more thing I want to say. Because it's. I think it's interesting that they're like, they're going to wait till the end of, until uh, Spider-Man comes out. What if, Tim, at the end of Spider-Man, you find out it's uh, Mysterio, but he's not the only one doing stuff. We got Pyro. Some sort of uh, other Pyro as in like an X-Men. Uh-huh. I, and they just be like, oh, X, like there's uh, mutants in this world. Mm, I could. Mm, I, I, like I don't think they do. like they're not going to do that. I don't think they're going to do it. I think it'd be cool, though. Something cooler. Instead of calling it Avengers movies from now on, after Endgame, they call it the Ultimates. Real dark universe that the Ultimates. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. they're All of that. their storylines are very, very, very Just saying, it would be cool. dark. All right, moving on to our last story. Uh, Kevin Feige promises Disney Plus shows are directly connected to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Love this. This is yeah. fantastic news. Uh, it makes it feel like the stakes matter. It makes it feel uh-huh. like these shows matter, uh-huh. that there's going to be an investment in them and people overseeing them that... Uh, are in congruence with the mm-hmm. actual plans as opposed to what we've seen the last five, seven years with yeah. uh, the Netflix shows that and, have their own and universe the TV going. Shows. Um, and, and the TV yeah. shows so, as well. Grant, the Netflix shows are definitely supposed to be in the universe, but I feel like all of the characters are so small and minor and don't really interact with any of the like movie characters mm-hmm. that but it's like it's supposed to be in the universe, but it's also not. Like that's the problem. Yeah. Is like they're they're well, afraid see, that, to commit to it. For me that's more shield. Where Shield is definitely supposed to be in the universe, and they like do really cool crossovers. Where after um, not Civil War, Winter Soldier, yeah, everything has changed and affected. But it feels but, like, more like it's spinoff. Not, yeah, this is inconsequential. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And at the end of the day, it's like people can argue whatever which way they want. Kevin Feige, he's like, look, mm-hmm. these are right, and those aren't. So. Right. Cool. He's yeah. the guy with the vision. He's the guy that's running the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if he says something's an MCU, then it is. Yeah, my big problem though is I, I just worry that it's just a bridge too far. Like it's one too many things for them to, to, to think about and really tie in. I mean, we've got a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. in the MCU, and like they're doing it so well right now. But I just I don't I don't know. I I, I think they can make really good stories out of these minor characters. I did like the Punisher season one. I liked Jessica Jones. I liked these shows. They just kind of I think they were they just ran their course. Um, but I just, I mean, does anyone want these shows? I don't know. I do. I'll take a Loki show. I'll take a Scarlet Witch. So, sorry, you they're really not want those more Scarlet shows. Witch. You really want just, Loki? Yeah. yeah. I like no, that. No, I'm, I'm saying yeah, using yeah. those as an example. Right. I'm like, I think those are as good as they're going to get. And people just didn't like them very much. Well, I mean, I, a Loki show with Tom Hiddleston, like, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Is, like, they've, they've, and it sounds are... like, so one of the things that he said is 
They will be entirely interwoven. This is Kevin Feige uh, speaking to comicbook.com. They will be entirely interwoven with both the current MCU, the past MCU, and the future MCU. There's some speculation that the uh, Loki show is going to be him kind of like his stories throughout time with mm-hmm. like humans. So it'll show us him messing around Vikings and being like the Loki of uh, North, it's, I mean, North I mythology. It just seems like a bunch of stuff that I'm like, uh, okay, it's just filler. This is like, all right, you're giving me a little something to pay attention to in between the movies because mm-hmm. the movies, I think, is all I, I really care about. And again, I mean, I, I, I hate to, I, well, a lot of people talking shit about those Netflix yeah. shows. Like, I thought they had some really good stuff there yeah. and they canceled them all. And it's but you sad, just said but, right now, the movies are all you care about. The movies are all you care sure, about. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm playing like, my own if, devil's advocate. Yeah. Like, they could, they can make these absolutely yeah. good. A Loki show could be good. Do I, do, when I wake up in the morning, do I think, you know what I want to fucking know more about is Tom Hiddleston's Loki? No. Yeah, I but think, I, did you cares? ever think, oh man. I really want a Star Trek show that takes place 10 years before. Yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. Mm. Or, hey, do I want a really hardcore, almost rated X Punisher show? Yeah, I do want that because the Punisher's awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not the, not the latest season. Yeah. I I could not get into it. They had him stuck I watched in a fucking hotel. They were like, hey, you know what you yeah. should do? Awesome bloody scene. Episode two, you're in a hotel room all the whole yeah. time. There's six uh, episodes okay. where he's just. Yeah, they moved, they went off course. On yeah, that. they they did. Um. Anyways, I'm excited for this. In the chat, they brought up they like they did do that. It's called Enterprise, and yeah, I fucking loved Enterprise. Oh. Great show too. Everyone um, was talking shit about Jolene Blaylock. It's interesting that he's only talking about Marvel in this because the uh, they're doing Disney Plus stuff for Star Wars. I wonder if it also applies for those shows, right? The Mandalorian, yeah, um, the Mandalorian. Well, he's not in charge of that. That's you're right. Favreau. You're right. You're right. You're right. But like, yeah, doesn't matter. We'll see how that one shapes up too. I'm interested to hear more news about that because that could be cool. <laughs> Like At the end of the day, dope, them investing yeah. themselves in streaming platforms and content for them streaming platforms, this could be a fundamental shift in them treating it like HBO, not just like Netflix, where like they were like, "Hey, we're licensing out our characters for Netflix to right. to have that stuff." When it's their own thing, and they're like, "Hey, this is part of this universe." There's a different there's different stakes there, so it's like they need this to be awesome. It can't just be like, "Eh, the Loki show is not that great." That's fair. I mean, the, the, my big like. I'll ca- I'm cautiously optimistic about it, but the, but the big, the major power of Netflix is that they can take content from multiple sources. They can produce their own stuff. They can bring a- outside stuff in, well, and I think that takes a lot of the pressure off. It'll be interesting to see Disney having to build yeah, everything from the ground up. Th- that's knows? also that one of the, the reasons part. I think it's getting canceled is because that uh, Marvel doesn't have the control over, it and they like Netflix. Wait, is that what's happening? Netflix is is developing it themselves. Well, I mean, no. Yeah. What my, my point was, uh, you know, if, if yeah. Disney's coming on and developing all their own content for their own streaming platform, that's a lot of work, and it's gonna it could have a huge payoff like HBO, mm-hmm. um, but it also could lead them to a lot of watered down shitty shows. Yeah. It, it could lead them to saying, "Hey, we gotta fucking constantly be putting content Put on the platform." Up, and so, and generally, when down. that happens, the quality goes down. Yeah. Like season one of Daredevil was great. Season two, you're like, uh, "What the fuck is this?" Because it felt rushed and and well, the and, big problem, and, and, and that's my thing is like, I totally agree with you. I just think that in terms of the MCU shows, yeah. there, it has a better chance of that not happening because there is somebody with a vision on the top of it. Sure. Whereas with the Netflix shows, there was somebody that didn't agree with the people around them, and all the showrunners, there was like so much civil war and fighting, like infighting with them, that resulted in this weird kind of hodgepodge of some of it's good, some of it's bad, but it's like it didn't feel mm-hmm. cohesive in the way that the MCU feels cohesive. They and also did a lot of like episodes total, like in a short amount of time. So and then they did Iron Fist. Yeah, yeah, they did. All right, now it's time for some ads. <clears throat> Our first ad 
is uh, me undies. Ask yourself this one very important question: Is your underwear making you happy at this very moment? Sure isn't. Yeah, mine isn't either. Or were you not even thinking about your underwear? Wouldn't you like to be wearing underwear that is so soft that you feel like you're making love to an actual cloud? I would all day long. I'm wearing well, it feels that way. I've got one word for you. Meundies. Tim? Word, no spaces. Mm-hmm. You're wearing meundies right I'm now. I'm wearing meundies right now. I'm wearing the undies. I'm wearing the socks. Um, I just got my St. Patrick's Day socks. Oh. Ooh, I'm feeling good about it. you wearing them right now? Uh, no. St. Patty's socks? No, I'm not uh, wearing the St. Patty's one right now, but it's black on black, you know? Yeah, I mm-hmm. do. I only have three pairs of meundies, and unfortunately, we're on day five, so mm, I'm no longer wearing that. them. You could go to... Me undies, no. Well, Me Undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order Me Undies, you get fifteen percent off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer. Get fifteen percent off the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To get fifteen percent off uh, your first pair and free shipping and a one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com/morning. That's MeUndies.com/morning. They're the best, are. the best undies ever. They really are. They are extremely comfortable. And honestly, their style, like the different prints, prints that they have, fantastic. are so cool. My little mm-hmm. unicorn ones are my are so Paula's shiny. favorites. Yeah. yeah. Um, our next ad is Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs. I feel like I said that. Options and cryptos, all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commissions, so you can trade stock and keep your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started. So you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, tracks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you can never miss the right moment. So you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving Listeners of Kind of Funny Morning Show, a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at morningshow.robinhood.com. Mm-hmm. Invest your money, people. All right, now it's time for my favorite segment, Trailer Talk. Trailer Talk. We're waiting for Nicholas Scarpino to come sit down. I really like Trailer Talk. I like giving myself an excuse to watch all these trailers that come out. Every they're fun week. trailers. What's the first yeah. one we're talking about? The first one, they're actually in order on the list there. So the first one we're talking about is Hellboy. Oh. 2019. Not a good trailer. No. Well, so here's the thing. Man, that movie looks visually awesome. Does like it? a lot of crazy stuff happening. It, it, it seems there's like There's a they, lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting. I uh-huh. think if they, in order to get me to be really like invested in the movie, uh, they need to go bonkers with it. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I feel like I, they did. Now I I shared the red band trailer. Yeah. Because like if we're gonna go in, we gotta go in gotta all hear the way. Say fuck. Um, um, well, we it's not do. just your fuck. Like people are getting like split in half yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, but it's it, like, very some gory. Of it like the thing is, some of the visuals I'm like, oh, that's really really cool, and they're going bonkers and they're going like fucking He's gonzo with the it. fucking drive. Yeah, thing. with the yep. with the crown that's made right. of flames. Like that's really cool. But then there's some other stuff. I'm like, that looks like really bad. It does not look like good CG. And then. I hate to say this, but the thing that turned me off most about this was that the, I, I'm trying to figure out the actor's name. The guy from um, yeah. uh, Stra- uh, Strange Things, Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, it's the cop, right? From yeah, Stranger David Harbour. Sheriff. Um, love him. Can't talk in the mask. No. Really no. weird. I'm it's, like, why would you put all that prosthetic on him? Because oh, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, man, you just you fuck this guy's whole roll up. It's so interesting how much these this movie reminds me of the Hellboy 1 and 2 by... Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Um, I feel like they got those two movies and they were like, okay, they're at like an eight. Let's push it to 11. So now it's just a lot of crazy shit happening everywhere. More gore and violence. But the actor from the original Hellboy, who do you know who that was? That was uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. I'm Ron Perlman. I feel like he... (laughs) That's not what he sounds like at all. No, he's really like Ron Perlman has a very distinct voice. You I could thought, have easily done it. Actually, Ron Perlman, I thought did a great job in the first. He, that's boys. what I'm saying. I think yeah. he did a fantastic. I think job. David Hyde Pierce was the uh, the fish character as well. Yeah, the guy oh, was he was so brother. good. Uh, yeah, they were yeah. just a little bit weird, right? And I think, and this is my thing with Guillermo yeah. del Toro is he just has such a unique vision that's always just a little off with me. Yeah, that I'm like, I don't know, I'm really enjoy. Oh, see, this. I like Guillermo del Toro's vision for most things. You can yeah. kind of see the influence in this one too. Like Absolutely, the, the that's what I'm saying. So much of it looks very similar. And there's a lot of lines that they chose for the trailer where it's like, you had this exact same line. And granted, it's probably because it comes from the comic. Mm-hmm. And that makes total sense. Sure. But like, well, this feels more like a comic, the, too, by the way. When you're looking at it, you're like, this feels a lot more like this is a comic book movie, yeah, which yeah. I like. Well, this, like, so much is happening on the screen. Like, there are like five. Very different scenes that like happen in quick succession where you're like, how is this movie going to go from like them being this place to like all of the world being in hell? Yeah. Yeah. Him riding a dragon. I mean, yeah, hopefully with it'll be fun and silly and fucking crazy and bloody and and cool. Um, But I'm just unfortunately like in the trailer, the trailer really needed to grab me. And I think that a lot of the line deliveries felt just so muted because he was like, I'm like, what what the fuck's happening here? Shout out to Mila Jovovich, though, because every time she talks, I want her to say multipass every single time. Multipass. (laughs) Yeah. I thought the trailer was was fun. It was cool. I have no interest in this movie. Have you watched the Hellboy 1 too? And I've seen this. I'm not going to watch this one either. I. I enjoyed the visual look of it, yeah. but I feel like it is trying too hard to be to say it, fuck I and think be cool. And like the soundtrack choice, the smoke on the water, like epic version, I thought did not fit. I thought it was very try hard. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, this is weird choices all yeah. around. It was fine though. I like it's one of those trailers where I can't wait to see it again in theaters when I'm like just waiting yeah, to watch yeah, a movie yeah. I actually want to watch and be like, you know what? That was fun, but I'm not going to watch this movie. Yeah, I think this movie is going to eat shit. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't tank. think this is going to do well, and it's it's unfortunate because I I liked Hellboy one and two, and I understand that this is a uh, you know totally separate like, thing. Yeah, separate yeah. thing. But like I I I've always wanted more of that world. Uh, DJ Kento reached out and kind of. Uh, was talking about the production house that's making it, and he's like, "Man, none of the movies they made have, were any good." And it's like going down the list, I wish I had that link there. Uh, 
It doesn't matter. Look at it. It. Yeah, it's it's not a good list. Like dog well, sliders just, was. One I'm just looking at the director and seeing what he directed, and he did Descent, which movie that actually got a lot of acclaim. Dog soldiers, excuse me. Dog soldiers don't know what the hell is. Centurion, <laughs> I've actually seen. Not terrible, not great. Doomsday. To be fair, I really liked Doomsday. Did you ever see that movie? No. Post apocalyptic movie starring um, uh, what is her name? She was a thing for a second. Uh, why? Why the fuck? I don't know, I can't I can't find her name. Doesn't matter. Let's uh I, I want to move IMDb on. Like, fucking... call at twelve thirty, just okay. letting you know. Y'all can continue. No 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll be wrapped by then. Uh <clears throat> Rona Mitra is her name, sorry. The next trailer that I wanted to talk about is the tick season two. Now, Tim, I assume you haven't seen the tick. I have not seen the tick. Never saw the tick originally, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh watch this trailer and I'm like hey it's the the guy in the white suit and yep. it's it's big head from uh, yep. Silicon Valley cool great I don't get it it made this, Nick laugh I watched yeah, him watch so the this trailer is, it's not cool. a trailer that I put in there for you yeah but I love the tick the yeah. tick came out on Amazon yeah. for some reason they did here's the first four episodes of season one here are the second episodes of four season ones and I want to say they were like two months apart no, they, they were longer than longer that. Than what that, yeah. happened was, I think uh, Amazon was playing around with the idea of piloting episodes, but they were like, yeah. oh, "We don't want to just do one. We want to do a few well, and then they, see how it yeah. works, and then greenlight the next season, which is a terrible idea." Well, I think what terrible. they did originally, or the, 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 the next half of the first season, rather, I should yeah. say. Well, what they did originally was they they had a greenlight like program where it was like, "Here are five um, pilots." Yeah. Whichever the most popular will get a season of a show. Yeah. And it it won and then also like 1951 Is or that something. how it works? I believe so. Anyway, I remember yeah. being really into the first yeah. That's half of season one. The first episode looks very different than the second episode. Yeah, like he's got a different, different suit too. and shit. You and I giggled a lot yeah. the first half. And then the yeah. second, and then it came back and I was like, oh, what's happening here? I feel like it came back quietly. I it remember did. in the morning show, we were I was excited and I brought it up. Uh, but but I, also the first few episodes built so lovely, and then it stopped, and, and it then stops you come back and like, oh, and it literally picks up like but, a second after the yeah. last one leaves off. But I just couldn't get it back into it. But this trailer got me excited. I'll yeah. go back and watch the other ones for sure. Yeah, the, the trailer was a lot of fun. I understand that it's not for it you. It was fun. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. the thing is, like, it it looks yeah. quality. I was surprised at the the quality of the suits, mm -hmm. the amount of. Which changed again. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Those uh, superhero they characters. They were interesting. Too. A lot of the dialogue felt extremely forced and like campy one-liner. But that's what but that that's show is. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And I feel like they they nailed yeah. it. The Tick is great. The, I mean, the to be fair, great. what yeah, I really yeah. want to do is just go back and watch all the cartoons. Uh, see, I never got into the cartoons. Uh, go back and, and watch so them out. They're fucking really? great. Really? Because I, just, I love the show, The Tick was just so meta. The cartoon was just kind of making fun of superheroes. Right. It was just a commentary on how ridiculously dumb and like... And silly superheroes were, and that even the tick he has no origin. His city is called the city. Right. You <laughs> know, uh, at the very the very first episode, he's at a superhero convention where they're assigning new superheroes to cities. It's not, it's not a gets, convention; it's a bureau. It's a like, bureau, whatever. The bureau, and like, yeah. you get this, and it goes around and it says, "You get the city," and he goes, "The city, my the city." It's so ridiculous and <laughs> it's good. It's so yeah. dumb. It's a very dumb humor thing, but I I cannot wait for that. I am legitimately excited and. Uh, when season two comes out, I will binge watch and talk about how much I Let's loved do it. it. Awesome. Uh, and then we watched Dark Phoenix. Dark now, Phoenix. Two uh, trailers. Two trailers came out, and I tweeted originally the trailer that came out on the twenty seventh, which is the I'm assuming just trailer number two is what they're they're calling it. And then also, uh, Tim, you sent me there was the an international video, version, international uh, trailer as well two. that are significantly different. Mm -hmm. Very trailers. very different. Um, 
yeah. I would say even different tones. They show completely. a lot of different footage, some completely different scenes uh, that we hadn't seen. I feel like the international trailer as the, I feel like this always happens with international trailer. It's just like, hey man, here's the whole story. Yeah. Let me give you a brief summary of the movie. Do you want it? Because you can go well, see it's because it. Because people don't understand movies outside of America, so you have to tell. You have to really just give them the whole story. I'm joking. It's it was way too much in this, this trailer. Also, not only was it way too much in this trailer, they show a dope scene yeah. on the train where uh, Magneto gets all the guns and starts shooting at her. And then at the very end, the trailer ends, and then the, then we see the train, and then we see them all on the train, but they're they're passengers. And I'm like, I think I know yeah, how this scene ends, yeah, guys. Yeah. I think it ends with Magneto getting all the guns out and trying to shoot. We her. also see the train like floating at the very end with her, and like that scene looks fucking awesome. Like, here's the thing, that's this, so cool. The X Men Cinematic Universe. Everybody knows our thoughts on it. We watched all the movies. We gave all the thoughts, and it's none of them held up as well as we thought, with the exception of. Logan, essentially, Logan's and Deadpool, good. which uh, the are, Wolverine was a surprise in that, like, sure, but like X Men, the like X Men movies, trash. any movies with yeah. X Men in the name, just they simply don't hold up. Yeah. Um, Days of Future Past being the best of them, um, but and with, even that I would remember being disappointed. Yes, uh, in, in the rewatching, <laughs> yeah, in the rewatching. Uh, but with Dark Phoenix, no one is like clamoring for this. It's a movie that just has to happen because it was like already in development. I'm a little shocked that they're going through with it this way. It wasn't just already delayed in and development. Delayed and delayed it was and already stuff. shot. And shot looking at this, like we saw the first trailer and it was it was bad. Um, like the line delivery is bad. The costumes are bad. Everything about it is bad. I feel like both of these trailers are significantly better than the first. Doesn't make them good. But we're seeing a lot of scenes that I'm like at the very least, this looks like a better take on the Phoenix story than we saw in Last Stand. Because Last Stand was split between three different storylines of the, there's the cure and there's the, all this fucking bullshit. Yeah. This, at least this seems like it's about Gene. Like the entire thing is about mm-hmm. Gene. There's mm-hmm. not like other shit going on. Like there's that other woman, like whatever. She's involved with the Phoenix Force and shit. The Phoenix storyline is, in my opinion, extremely overrated. It's never been clear. No. It's never been concise. No, 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 no. It's never so, been so, good. So here's what you, you're talking about: the dark Phoenix storyline. Yes, there is a Phoenix storyline that you. I think you need that build up. You need to create this character and make this entity like real mm-hmm. before you turn it evil. Exactly. And, and, and like the movies have never given enough time to develop that out. Especially with this gene, yeah. Sansa going oh my in. God, yeah. But and it just kind of feels it like it always feels like it always feels like Sam Raimi's Venom uh, or uh, Spider Man Three. Where you're like, oh, we're getting Venom, but we're not really going to set it up, yeah. and yes. he's just yeah, going to yeah, kind of yeah. grab on something, and we don't really care. We're not invested in it. Like, right. if this were Marvel doing this, and God willing, one day they'll go back and do this, they would have set this up for five movies, mm-hmm. and this would have been a dope fucking like. It wouldn't have been Endgame, but it would have been it would have been a really really cool event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will do the spoilers. They're going to fucking do that. I at really some point. hope so. Now, in the trailers, it's clear that there's someone's uh, funeral. It's not clear that it's someone's funeral. It's clear that it's Mystique's funeral. Well, the director has now Jesus Christ, out guys. And like, hey, yeah, it's Mystique's. And it's like, dude, we get it. She's expensive, and you couldn't have her in the movie that much. Wow. Like, what a, what a dumb call. Just, hey, here's the trailer. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Mystique. Oh, it's clear it's Mystique. Oh, yeah. Mystique's dead. Cool. Great. Maybe she's sleeping. Maybe she's sleeping. Maybe she's sleeping. You know, maybe it's a maybe it's a red herring. Maybe she's just got to go covert again. And again, at the, least they didn't make her put they didn't put that much makeup on her this time. Because even in the trailer, it's just like hey. they're just some blue paint. Like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know? Now, some things I liked, some things I didn't yeah. like about this trailer. Things I didn't like, they're committing to the damn yellow outfits where it's like, why did you end Apocalypse with them in their '90s suits and then go straight back to this? That fucking sucks. Wait, are they? Yeah. I thought that they were doing the ones with the yellow, yellow and blue. Yeah, there was some of that in here. Just yellow. No, I think it's yellow and blue. Cyclops does not look like he looked at the end of Apocalypse, where he had the blue with the. 
Yellow when they're when they're doing like strap. so, it, it, the trailer starts and they're like in space, mm-hmm. uh, and Nightcrawler. The international trailer does, and that's yes. something that I liked. Yes. Nightcrawler scenes in and out yep. of the space scenes. Did and you then notice? Fuck, we didn't get Gene, did and you, you see know? her outside. Yeah. All of it that did, he has the astronaut thing. He has the astronaut helmet, and it's duct taped to his normal outfit. I did not. Yeah, that. They that, which I thought it's was gone, funny. The, the trailer that, that kind of makes me feel like, oh, I hope that this has a fun. Like, I like it when the X Men are like hanging out and vibing together, mm-hmm. especially because they're all so young. I hope we get a little bit of that in here. And again, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Is like, I feel like this movie does have a chance at being decent, only because when you look at this trailer, it is all focused on these core people. We're not seeing a ton of others. Mm-hmm. Magneto does have a crew of Brotherhood that we see on the train and whatever. I'm hoping they're just minions that are just there. Magneto has, we've seen him now in a thousand movies using his fucking magnet powers. And it's like, how can he do this creatively anymore? There's a scene of him. It looks like he's walking into the mansion and he's walking just at a normal pace mm-hmm. with a train behind him, a subway train. And it's not crashing through. It's just slowly moving with him. And I'm like, this is fucking cool. cool. And mm-hmm. the shot at the end where the train gets brought up, it's like the the CG looks Dude, horrible here, but, but the, train, the shot of the yeah. train going, going up and her just floating above just, it. It's the Captain America shot from Infinity War where you just see the train going by and you just see her for glimpses. I'm like, this, this is cool. No, we're talking different moments, but go ahead. It's cool. Uh, yeah, there was some very cool imagery in here. Yeah. And to be fair, like, I think this is going to be very much in the line of Apocalypse, Age Apocalypse. Where God, I hope it's better than that. I think it'll be around that. That sphere where it's like, okay, this is a relatively entertaining movie. We got Quicksilver in it, so at least we're gonna get one cool scene. Yeah, like the, um, and like, there's hints of not hints. They show us that we're getting that scene. Well, I mean, it's we're getting so a scene where he, where he runs on the thing. We, yeah. we get that a lot, but I, I want the scene where we something some blows music. up and he saves a bunch of people to the arrhythmics. Well, I'm, I'm sure that like he's gonna put on his headphones right before that scene happens, and that is that moment. Maybe, but I think that it's also gonna like not end well for him. I think all of them Kill should them die, and then yeah. someone snaps, and then they just get to be in the MCU universe. That's a great call. Now, the next trailer that I want to talk about yeah, is arguably the best trailer oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen in the last couple of years. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Uh, now, I know that we've talked about this on other shows, but I do want to like just talk about it for a minute here because, wow, I... It didn't need to have that moment, and I assume you've all seen it, yeah. Right, full so we're gonna go here. full spoilers on a trailer, but that, like that has some spoilers yeah, in it. If you didn't want to get spoiled on <laughs> Detective Pikachu, or you haven't seen this trailer, leave. Um, I'll tell you, if you guys don't want spoilers in this trailer, go over to the latest episode of KFAF and watch <laughs> me try to draw Pikachu. Boy, I almost nailed it. You guys don't it. do Pikachu. I've uh, watched this trailer oh, approximately 20 one. times. Um, I absolutely love As it. I. I think it's a yeah. perfectly paced trailer. It shows a lot. Debatably too much, but I feel like this okay. is one of the Cares perfect line, examples. You know, they could actually just put up, like, sorry, I just spit all over you guys, an hour of trailers. I'd watch them. Yeah. yeah. I just like, if, if they said, hey, Venmo is five bucks for the ticket right now, and we'll just give you the movie in increments of two minutes, we'll, I would we'll watch give you yeah. every yeah. different take that oh Ryan Reynolds God. has yes. of every Fuck joke. yes, he's so funny. Like, the, the things that the, dra- the trailer does amazingly is that, like, I feel like from the start, you're like, dude, Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu is the funniest goddamn thing in the world. Like, him talking about the coffee and all that is great, and we get a little bit more glimpse of the world like I've paused it so many times in different moments and like inch forward, inch forward. Uh, it's just, God, I can't wait for this universe to be real. I feel like this trailer uh, succeeds on every level of 
exciting every single different fan base mm. that it could possibly hit. Yeah. It obviously has the appeal to the kids, but there's the appeal to the adults uh, just because it, it's funny. Then there's the appeal to people like Nick that like don't give a shit about Pokemon, don't care at all, but it's like they got Ryan Reynolds and it mm. seems well written. The jokes don't fall flat in this. Yeah. Debatably, uh, a couple of no. them could but not be your it, favorite I cup of tea. I feel like you've also seen them 20 times. <laughs> No, 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 but what yeah. I'm saying is I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's, yeah. Some, it, it's definitely... There's definitely a Deadpool mentality yeah. where Ryan Reynolds is like, we're just going to make as many jokes as humanly possible, and if 80% hit, this movie is going to be super fun. And even in the trailer, like, you're right, there's a couple moments where you're like, I felt a little flat, but for the most part, I mean, even just the way this starts, you're like, what? Like, where he's like, where he's like, he's like... What, the theories going through the theories. Yeah, it's like someone faked their death. Well, that or someone one. else. Well, that last one is big. Yeah, <laughs> I, I it's don't so think, good. It's I don't think that any joke fell flat. Yeah. I just think that some jokes aren't as funny as the others. Sure. to everybody. But that's fine. This oh, is speaking mm-hmm. to so many different people, and I think what it does more importantly than anything is it is equally important or equally successful at being a good trailer to Pokemon fans and non Pokemon fans. That so, Gia saw this and she's like. This looks hilarious. I can't it's wait so to see this movie. And I'm looking at it as a Pokemon fan being like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I can't believe we're getting a Pokemon movie that looks this good, yeah. that is treating the um, source material with such respect, and it's better than anything I could have ever imagined. They are creating a world that is not pandering to Generation 1. They're creating a world where they are... It's This reminds me of... The MCU in a lot of ways where it's like they're built like th- these are the seeds of them putting something out that they're like, this has the potential to be a huge mm-hmm. thing that we're going to commit to for decades to come. And, and it turned into a mega franchise. And it's all starting with Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And the, it's the thing I like about this, though, for me, just from my perspective, mm-hmm. is that I'm obviously not a Pokemon fan. I got no I, I got no uh, horse in this race whatsoever. So the fact of the matter is that I, like I look at this from just a pure no like this is in the race. What's that? Nothing. Keep going. What 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 um I look at this and I'm like I, I, I can understand how people who are Pokemon fans would, would be like really super critical of this, but I get the luxury of just like being a person who has no fucking context for this whatsoever. But and it is hitting on all levels for I me. D- I don't think Pokemon fans are being really critical about yeah, this. Yeah no they're this is the it. thing like I, as a like someone who like I'm just saying have the could be critical yeah, of this yeah, obviously sure. Like, like this is a situation where if they said, "Hey, we're going to do a Pokemon movie," you think, "Oh, it's going to be more straightforward with trainers and all that stuff." Yeah. This is completely off the fucking wall, mm-hmm. and I love it. Here, here's but, the thing: again, after watching this movie twenty times and like coming trailer. up with as many this trailer twenty times and having as many theories as possible, and who knows what's going to end up happening? I've I've given my theories already on how I think the movie's going to end. You can watch other shows for Should've that. But it for this show, um, uh, what I do want to say is like yeah. every single screen in this trailer. There's just a world. There's there's posters. Mm-hmm. There's buildings. There's depth there's, to it. There's so depth, much depth, and it feels believable yeah. in a way where I, there's so much going on. Where um, I watched some other breakdown videos too mm-hmm. um, that somebody did over at um, um, New Media Rockstars, and they're fantastic at like really kind of like finding the hidden like narratives within mm-hmm. these. And there's this whole thing of like, wait, maybe like this isn't a world where Pokemon are not um, captured anymore. Uh-huh. It is like they're, they're working with the people in a much more like. Uh, but we definitely see someone. Some one Pokeball. We see Cubone coming from a Pokeball. Yeah. But it's like there's these the question of maybe there's a reason this is underground battles happening, right? Mm. Like maybe it's like sanctioned that like they they do fight in the leagues because we see the posters for the leagues. Right. And it's just the idea that that might even be a thing excites very, me. Very cool. And if it doesn't happen, that's cool too because this is such a believable world. Seeing the police walk with the Growlithe, it's awesome. Adorable. <laughs> Um, and then also there was an Arcanine in the back, or two Arcanines, right? Like in the side coming They're, down and it's just like, oh man. And then I would also say there's seeing, about a hundred Pokemon we see in this trailer. 
Literally. Yeah. That's insane. There, there's a shot that looks like, and if we get to see, it's such a dumb thing, but it's like, if we get to see an Eevee evolve. Into Flareon. Man. Well, you guys could too. literally like, be making all this shit there's, up. There's, there's so many but, like, that's the thing. You, you, you got, they got you on the comedy. You were happy about that. Yeah. But yeah. people that like Pokemon are like, look, what the fuck? Is that Mewtwo? The plot's going to be about Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a, a great way to go the with the experiments. But, but that's the thing yeah. is, you know, it's all going to be tied together. Yeah, and like, I feel like they're going to have a story that is serviceable and gets us from point A to point B in a way that we need. I also don't think it's going to be too grand. And I think mm-hmm. that that's so key. For years, I've been like, I want the Pokemon Red and Blue movie. What does that movie look like? Is that movie even fucking possible? How do you do eight badges in Elite Four and all yeah. that in a movie? And you're not going to do that in a trilogy. But that's too much. Creating depth and story. Because like, I feel like having you care about a character, you need to spend time with them. And But if you have to go through eight Gyms? That's an anime. Go you watch know? the anime. Yeah, exactly. Right? This is an excellent, excellent first step, yeah. and I can't wait for it. I'm so blown away that they were able to do this. This is right behind Endgame for me. For dumb excitement. Con- this actually, oh man, you can't, you can't say it. You're right. <laughs> I can't say that, but at the same time, like, it's close. They're, they're, like, it's different just because I know Endgame has all this like universe built behind it. But this, I'm excited to start, new, like, jump into this world and see what they, they develop. All right. Um, I'm going to do a quick topic and then Tim, you can leave. It's uh, from DH Canada. So last week I hit you guys up and I asked to throw in topics that you want to hear us talk Mm -hmm. about. DH Canada has a very timely one. Captain Marvel coming out next week. What are you guys' hype levels? Uh, For me, honestly, I didn't realize we were already that close to the release date. The trailers just never really grabbed me. I'm down to see some scrolls though. I'm right there with you, man. Like, yeah. I I can't believe it's next week. Yep. That is I shocking. keep forgetting. <laughs> Very excited for it, man. Like it's I we've heard nothing but good things from anyone who's seen it. That doesn't mean shit mm-hmm. because that's how this always works. Um, the trailers never grabs me. I'm very not interested. Tell in, you what in didn't this. grab me uh, when Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson came out in the Academy Awards, and I was like, "Are you both fucking high right now? Like, <laughs> what is going on?" It was weird. Brie yeah. Larson's weird. She's weirding me out a little bit. <laughs> weird me out a little bit. But like, I'm, I'm as excited going into this as I was for Black Panther. Black Panther mm. turned out great. So yeah. let's go, baby. Yeah. I'm, I forgot that it was happening, and it is weird. That like, the only reason I kind of have a hint that it's, it's happening within this window is because I like it takes one of my slots up on my AMC uh, mm-hmm. A-list. So, yeah, I've forgotten about it. I hope that it's good. I'm... I guarantee it's. I'm in the be same good. place I was when I went to watch any of the like, you know, beer B tier level. Let me put it this Marvel way. movies. I'm more excited for the post credit scene than I am the movie. Mm. Yeah, I'm not excited mm. for this movie. The more and more I've seen it, but I'm just like, do I'll you go have see tickets? It. Are you planning to go watch it? No, I didn't think so. That's the thing. Yeah, you I'm like, should, this is the though. first Marvel movie. I mean, I'm going to. I just I'll, really I'll call cool an audible and just probably go see it in my theater, in my neighborhood yeah. theater or something. But okay. yeah, this is the first one in a long time that I just feel like I'm like, ugh. I have to see the Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be fine. Though. Tim, if you want to go run off, you can. Oh, I'm just yeah, gonna do. do uh, Love you guys. Bye. Out now on streaming platforms. Oh, what man. lies beneath? I saw that's there. Watch that. What lies beneath? Yeah, have you seen that movie with Michelle Pfeiffer? With Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that movie's fucked up. Dude, movie's super Ford. fucked up. Yep. Um. So, when the month starts, that's when all the movies come out. Yeah. So the it's quite a long list today. Uh, let's start with Hulu. We've got Ace Ventura. Oh, also a lot of these movies are on other platforms as well. I just grabbed the first ones that I saw, so be sure to search them f- for them yourself. I also picked movies that matter to me, so there's, you know, go and Google some stuff, because there's there's a lot of cool movies that are coming out. Uh, so we've got Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and When Nature Calls are both on Hulu. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah. We got Batman Begins on Hulu as well. Hell yeah. Yeah. Black Sheep, American Beauty, The Crying Game, Dark Knight. You watch The Crying Game? You know, I've never, I've never seen The Crying Game. I've never seen it either, but it's like famous, like super, it was, super famous. It was, there was, yeah. it was the thing. Yeah. It was the thing. It's on my list. Uh, the Dark Knight, Jumanji, Legally Blonde, Small Soldiers, Waterworld, What Lies Beneath, Red Dragon, then we've got Archer Season 9, uh, and Three Identical Strangers. Those are all on Hulu starting February 1st. March 1st. March 1st. Thank you, Barrett. Uh, and then on Amazon Prime, we've got Waiting and Still Waiting. Still Waiting, not so great. Really, really enjoy Waiting. Waiting's funny. Yeah. Another Ryan Reynolds special. Yeah. Um, on Netflix, we've got A Clockwork Orange, uh, Apollo 13, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Hurt Locker, The Notebook. Just a little heads up for any of you UK listeners. The Notebook was released in Net- on, uh, on the UK Netflix with an altered ending. Which people got really, really upset about. Really? Yeah. That's they cut weird. out the part where, uh, spoilers for The Notebook, where they die at the end. Yeah. They they just have it where she remembers, and like that's where the movie ends. Oh, that's kind of yeah. not the point. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in a movie theater near you. So these are movies that are coming out this week that I thought worth were worth talking about. Greta. Nick, have you seen trailers for this movie, Greta? Greta. Yeah. No. Uh, it's too it's bad. Like wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it, no, I don't know what this is. Who's the actor, Barrett? I think it's Chloe Grace Moritz. I, I forget her name. Moritz? Yeah. yeah. The, the hit girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Though. Anyways, she picks, up, uh, like, she picks up a purse and goes to return it to this lady's house and then figures out that the lady has like a billion of these purses that she leaves around the city to meet people. And it becomes really creepy and like she's clearly like a murderer or something. Hot. And she's kind of just chasing him, uh, chasing her around. Anyways, okay. it looks really interesting. Uh, also, Tyler Perry's Medea family, uh, a Medea family funeral. Did That's you perfect. know they were still doing the Medea movies? Dude, yeah. Tyler Perry is a fucking fun- like a I feel like he's doing monsoon, one every man. six months. He just, he figured it the fuck out yeah. and he is minting money. Yeah. Minting it. Yeah. There's a movie for a trailer I hadn't seen before. Or there's a trailer for a movie that's coming out this week that I hadn't seen before called Sticks. That is really interesting. It's a woman out at sea starts finding a bunch of boats and like there's people calling her on the radio. They're like, don't get in any of those boats. It's scary. It's really scary and creepy sticks. looking. Yeah. Go look at it. Check like that trailer out. Sticks like the River Sticks? Like the River Sticks. Yeah. S-T-Y-X. Um, and then there was another weird movie that's coming out this week that like caught my attention. It's called Climax. It's about a bunch of uh, dancers going to a remote like cabin, and somebody spikes their punch oh yeah I've with seen LSD. It, this is fucking weird. And the movie looks like it's gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a uh, Gaspar yeah. Noah, or I think that's how you say. It. Uh, he's fucking crazy. I think he did a movie called Love mm-hmm. that was has some very very intense scenes. Love. In it. No, that's not the same director. Okay. Into the Void is what he did. That's what he Into did. the Void. Yeah, that movie's fucking insane. Intense. Yeah. All right, guys. You did do love. Real quick, for any of the bronze tier level people, if they want to interact with us, this week's um, prompt is... We did do love. Are you going to get Disney Plus? Do you have any interest in watching these stories? In a short, no more than 140 character uh, response. Let me know if you're planning to subscribe to this service or if you have any interest at all and you're going to wait for them to like come out with uh, the announced shows. 
Uh, and that has been our show for today. Thank you so much for joining us uh, here at Screencast. If you enjoyed the show, please hit that subscribe button there. I don't know where it goes. It's down there. Uh, is it? Isn't it below? Is it? Is it down there? I just don't know where we are. I'm I think Adam in the Lambert. UK it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, if you really like it, go ahead and hit the uh, the little bell, and you'll get notified all the time. If you listen to us on audio, please go into the uh, rating thing and give us uh, you know those five little stars because they actually mean a lot. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, like many many of you are, go ahead and give me that follow. On at the, that's SoundCloud. Kind of funny screencast, I believe. Slash kind of funny screencast. Actually, I think it's kind of nope, funny. Nope, AF. he's gonna KF. Go over nope. there. Let's Barrett, see if anyone did audio. it. Cut Let's the see lights. if anyone did it. No. <laughs>